0: you're listening to alchemy of audio the podcast for audio audio nerdery by audio nerds you're joined by myself lick richards and my co-host kyle bowker as we discuss the future and the history of the sonic world that surrounds us every day in the late 19th century at the peak of the industrial revolution two inventors thomas edison and Berliner went head-to-head to become the very first to create a medium for recorded music and playback. In 1877, Thomas Edison's baby, the wax cylinder and phonograph, was born. Music was played into a large horn, which was used to move a stylus that cut grooves into the surface of the wax cylinder, which could then be amplified by Thomas Edison's phonograph. There was two main issues with the use of wax cylinders, however. One the cylinders were made of wax, were weak, which would often lead to distortion of more than one use. But also, the signal-to-noise ratio of the recorded sound was incredibly poor, meaning music didn't sound very good using wax cylinders. So Edison might have won the race, but you probably aren't listening to music on a wax cylinder right now. Ten years later, Emil Berliner came up with the idea to use a flat zinc disc covered in beeswax and gasoline, which was cut into using a stylus. He would then dip the disc into acid, etching the grooves into the zinc. This is what eventually led to the use of shellac, a plastic made from bugs and clay. Polina went on to sell his patents for the gramophone to Bell Telephone Company for around $50,000 at the time, which is worth roughly $1.5 billion today. It was in 1948, on the 20th of June, that the world changed forever in terms of audio. A 45 minute recording of Mendelssohn's Concerto in E minor was played on a brand new 12 inch vinyl LP, the very first of its kind. This new invention was made of a much sturdier vinyl material, meaning they were tougher and more robust, with a better signal to noise ratio than the old shellac discs. They also possessed up to 27 minutes of music per side. This meant more songs and cheaper production, which allowed people to experience casual music listening in their homes for the very first time, instead of music being reserved for the rich and powerful. Vinyl dominated the music industry for a long time. However, like all good things, it all comes to an end. In the late 1980s, CDs had become popular, like really popular, and vinyl sales began to suffer. CDs were smaller, more convenient, and even cheaper to mass-produce. Vinyl didn't really stand a chance, and by 1991, CD had become dominant in the music market. The 27 minutes of music per side was no longer worth the price that vinyl would cost, A CD could hold up to 700 megabits of data, or 80 minutes of audio, which was double what a vinyl could contain. Some people stayed loyal to their shiny black discs, a move that could well prove wise. As you may know, vinyl never really went away. You probably have some in your own home, if you're an audiophile, or just a music lover. It was always there, just in the shadows. While sales had dwindled massively since the 1980s, they suddenly started to rise. Audiophiles are known to obsess over music quality, and many have chosen vinyl as their preferred music medium, some citing it sounds significantly better than digital formats such as CD. By 2007, vinyl sales had risen by 15%, a trend that would continue through the tens, onwards to the present day. In 2022, the unexpected happened. Taylor Swift's Midnight's, her 10th studio album, an album that would become the first for its vinyl to outsell its CD counterpart since 1987. Is vinyl back? In many ways, it never went away. It is truly fascinating that over 100 years later, we still listen to music via grooves in a disc. So in this digital age of music, is listening to an analogue record on a black disc truly better? That's personal preference, and we'd like to find out from you. You can get in contact with me and Kyle on our various blogs that will be linked on this post below. We'd like to take a minute that this podcast was recorded by myself and Kyle as part of our university master's degree, and all support and feedback is very much welcome. You can leave us feedback on social media such as Twitter or Instagram, or on our blog post which will be linked in the post. You have been listening to Alchemy of Audio. Till next time.